I don't feel like trusting the process. Steve, why would you say such a thing? Gosh, I sounded kind of whiny there. It did a little bit. Because I am. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're not whiny. We all get whiny. <laughs> well, we've been, we've been on the subject of goals, yep. resolutions, and, and uh, we're still in, the, in winter, and we're looking at this, this new year, and I really, really, truly believe in trusting the process. Yeah. It but I don't always feel like trusting the process. Nobody, nobody feels like trusting the process all the time because it's hard. I, when, anytime someone says trust the process, I think about the, the, the GM of the 76ers a few years back about how he's talking about trusting the process. And it almost became like a joke for people for a while. But it's, it's one of those things that's just not, it's not pretty. It's not amazing. It's not the kind of thing they put on SportsCenter. But this is how progress actually gets made. We it's move. not as cool as the no, BHAG. The BHAG is really cool. No, it, and it's, it's not as cool as winning a championship. It's not as cool as you know, getting all the money or what. It, but it's the little things behind the scenes that makes those things happen. It's the little things that lead up to the BHAG. So the nobody big, gets hairy, excited. The big, hairy, audacious yep. goal. If you're... The big, hairy, audacious goal. The Jim Collins reference. Um, but it, it's not something that people are like, oh, wow, I'm so excited to go and do that. It's the, hey, I got to wake up every morning at 5.30 and go for a run and it's cold outside. It's not cool. This is the lunch pail, it's hard hat, Yeah, go to work. And that's why I love what you said earlier about feel like that question is, what if I don't feel like trusting the process? Every single person will have to confront that. It's one of the biggest pitfalls that we all run into as we go on this, this goal-setting quest, as we try to get better, as we try to chase something for us, try to set the example for our kids, try to help our kids do something. Everybody runs into that pitfall of, I don't feel like it today. Because on the lower end, we talked about the balanced goal approach that we have, where we have the long-term goals on the, the longer end, but the short-term stuff, you start getting down in the weeks, days, and then you can break that down into even hours, minutes, and seconds. And there are times when you don't feel like doing anything right now. In this moment, you don't feel like doing something. You know, sometimes my wife gets into the second. <laughs> like you, meant, you mentioned, you know, hours, weekly, minutes, hour, hours, minutes, seconds. Sometimes I actually hear this. Okay, five, four, three, <laughs> Two, one, let's go. <laughs> Just trying to get you out of your field. Well, it usually it's it's always on something that I don't want to do. When there's when yeah. something that I really really want to do and everything's in alignment. Well, motivation's I, easy when it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> so if it's uh, let's see, what would be an example of when I got the five four three two one? Which by the way, this <laughs> Should comes, we call up your wife. <laughs> this hey, this comes from. This comes from Mel Robbins, and uh, she wrote a book called The Five-Second yep. Rule. Awesome and book. It's, it's about motivation and, and how our brains actually, if, if uh, we have very, very little time in our brain to make a decision. And so by going five, four, three, two, one. And then go. Take action. Take action that it's very powerful. But Help, it helps I'm, you win those moments. Yeah, I'm trying to think of something like uh, <laughs> take down take down Christmas decorations. Oh yeah, 
You're still up? It's been a while. For, fortunately, that's not a real story because I'd never have to participate in that. I'm not allowed to touch them. So, it's, <laughs> so it, it works out fine. And she enjoys it and my daughters enjoy it. So, but it would be something like that, something that yeah. I really don't want to do, yet I know needs to be done. Right. It's, it's necessary. And those, are the, those are the battles that we all struggle with. And so, like, we always talk about being a model for our athletes and performers. This is what we have to do. We have to model winning those times when I don't feel like doing this thing, but I'm going to do it anyway. And when that's they see, the process. Oh, and when they see that, that's powerful. It can be. Because they, they know, and they'll complain about it loudly and a lot. I don't want to do my homework. I don't want to do the dishes. I want it, well... That's right. And I'm sure all parents have had that conversation where it's like, well, I don't want to do a lot of things I have to do, but I do them anyway. But it's we can tell them or we can show them. And if they can see us doing those things, then it helps them a lot to, to get it done. Because that is probably the most common pitfall as people go through, you know, trying to accomplish their big goals is they'll get stuck on their feelings. I don't want to do it right now. I don't want to do it in the moment. Which I, I know for me, it, it, that leads to some guilt because I, I maybe have written down the process mm -hmm. and on Wednesday, something that uh, a process goal that I've written down for Friday, it looks so beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> it just bounces off the page. There's a little glow. Yeah, it's I'm so nice. It. Oh, it's shiny. And then on Friday, for some reason, don't feel like it. Yep. So how do you battle that? Oh. You, you or is it just it is it is it just a battle? It, it is just, just a battle. And you, and you may not always win it. This is this is why a lot of people, and you'll hear a lot of this, that they talk about how discipline is actually more important than motivation. And discipline often doesn't come to us on the shorter end with our bounce bounce goal approach. We've got the long term on the long end, seconds on the short end. If you are hanging out too much on the short end, then you're more on the feelings. The long term piece is the weak the month, the quarters, the years, the big picture visions, those are what can help you create the discipline necessary to win the moments when you don't feel like it. So this is why when you don't feel like running or don't feel like doing the weight workout, this is when having a picture of yeah. Boston Marathon yep. up on the wall, the BHAG. Put on my Boston Strong This shirt. can help remind you that this okay. is why I do this. This is why I have to trust the process, even though I don't really feel like it right now. Yep. And even with your why there, it's still hard to do. Um, this is why, like Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about making stuff more attractive, uh, making Easy. it easier to do. Satisfying. Satisfying. Those are Obvious. things, if you can do use some of those tools, it can help you. But this is the battle. This is the absolute war when it comes to this. And to effectively coach our, our teen athletes and performers, we've got to be in the trenches fighting those fights and demonstrating how to win those battles. And if we can do that, we're going to help them a lot. I think one of the best ways to do this, to, to kind of capture this idea, do you have, like, you have a long, illustrious career of coaching. Is Ill there a, <laughs> I think it's illustrious. I think you've done some great things. But have you ever had a player that a lot of people might look at and be like, eh, that's a, they're a good player, but then they end up going doing like amazing things later on because they were just so committed and disciplined in the process. 
I do. I mean, I, there's, there's probably a number of them. There's one that really sticks out in my mind because it went, as we're talking about process goals, because I watched him do this, his methodic, steady progress over his career was quite remarkable. And yet when, like if you, if you were a, if you were a college coach, you wouldn't have initially, he initially wouldn't have caught your eye as, oh yeah, he's just, you know, this automatic D1 prospect. I'm thinking of, I'm just going to say his name, Nick Booth. Uh, I love, yeah. I love this kid. I, he's a kid. He's <laughs> like, I don't know. He's, he's a grown man. <laughs> he's a grown man. He's, very a, successful. he's a very successful husband, father, and, and uh, orthodontist. I think I got that right. Yeah. He's an orthodontist or a dentist. Sorry, Nick, Does if something. you're listening to this. But, <laughs> but uh, he, he was so disciplined as a student and as an athlete, I remember one time where uh, and he was undersized for and, and played inside, played in the post. He was undersized as a basketball player. <clears throat> he was 6'3", 6'4". Uh, we always lied on the, the program, you know, we would <laughs> measure him in their shoes and then add another half Two inch or five inch. inches. Yeah. <laughs> Six but, foot eight, Nick Booth. But he was consistently playing against players that were bigger and taller than him. And so he, he was very wily, very smart, very resourceful. And I remember he had to, uh, I, I challenged him to get a jump hook, which was just a simple little shot that requires skill. It's not as, it's, when you see somebody do it well, it's, it's like any athletic skill, it looks really easy. But if, if you aren't skilled at it, you can just botch it and it just looks awful and terrible. And, and the result's tragic. <laughs> yeah. So I challenged him to, to do this. And um, I was telling him that by, you know, before the next season, this would, this would really be helpful. And anyway, he actually ended up uh, building this skill and refining it and was using it in the spring and summer before the next season even started. And he had confidence in it. I had confidence in it. And I remember just, uh, and I may have this not exactly right, but I remember asking him, so like, how did this happen? And he just, I don't know, he told me, well, I've just, <laughs> I've, shot, I've just <laughs> shot hundreds of these. I've just, I just immediately started on it. So, and, and he would like, if maybe my next conversation with him, I'm, maybe we'll ask him this, but he definitely created the process. Yeah. We created the, the BHAG, which is, okay, I want to have this move, have it polished by next season. So this was in the spring, and then we want this by next November. Well, he was, he was so disciplined with his process goal that he ended up getting to the BHAG before. So talk about a moving future to talk about how something changes. Well, now he can um, create another BHAG or... Well, that's a great point, because sometimes when we get committed to the process, our improvement actually accelerates. We get better faster when we get really committed to the process. And I think that's something important to, to remember is making that commitment to the process can often accelerate it. And that might motivate you a little bit more. Absolutely. You mentioned earlier pitfalls, pitfalls to success when you're when you're trying to trust the process in, in quotation marks. Are there any other pitfalls, common pitfalls, that people need to look out for as they're 
breaking down their BHAG and, and creating process goals. The big one is that idea of, of the feelings because you won't always feel like doing it and that lack of feeling like doing it in the moment makes you more susceptible to distractions, which would probably be another separate pitfall, but I think the, the first one's kind of a gateway. But getting distracted from your overall goal, losing, um, not having a clear picture of where you're after, a lack of clarity is another pitfall that gets a lot of people. When you said distractions, is it possible to have too many BHAGs? Yes. I think we, we actually struggle with that sometimes in what we do. Is we, we have, have so sub- many things that we're after yeah. that we can they, they end up competing and getting in the way. We have, that's to why yeah. we have to subtract. Addition by subtraction. Things yeah. get, when things get clear, it gets a little easier to attack some of those things. So I would say that lack of clarity is another big uh, common pitfall that you see there. What about possibilities? Thinking of possibilities and opportunities. When you think of your process goals in the context of possibilities and opportunities, what, what can a teenage athlete or performer do or what, what can parents do to model the way? Just having a clear, something clear they're chasing really helps out. I know like I've, I've talked about how you know, my marathon training has, has helped me set a good example for my kids and what they're being able to see. Is, is this where you stretch yourself a little bit? For example, like Nick working on the jump hook and you're thinking yeah. of opportunities well, possible. you want to get better at. And then taking, as you're, as you're creating the process goal, actually stretching yourself a little bit so you can find out. Like maybe he says, okay, I'm gonna shoot 100 of these each day. The growth always happens. There's this, there's this sweet spot where you stretch yourself a little bit and it's, it's exhilarating. Like you know you can get it, you're close, and so you stretch yourself a little bit. If you're, if you're asking yourself to stretch too far, it can be demotivating. And that may be a pitfall now that, now that I mention is that what somebody is trying to work on may be a little outside of that reach. So what if you, what if you said, okay, I'm gonna shoot 50 a day, and the first day mm-hmm. you end up shooting 75 because you did 50, but 75, was no problem and you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna do 75. Should you switch to, okay, I'm gonna do 75 a day. And that's the adjust and adapt that we talked about. It's that moving future where you're, you're constantly adjusting and adapting to what you do. Wow, I, you know, I got to 75, it was easier than I thought it was gonna be, great. That's, that's gonna be my benchmark now. And then maybe push for 80. And depending on how you're setting things up, it could be time-based, it could be goal-based. And this is where smart goals start to come in is you can start to look at you know, is it specific, measurable, attainable, is it time bound? Those things can, can factor in here. And, but now there's more meaning to it and you can track your progress. So again, this is why we love the bounce goal approach is that you can use all these different pieces to do it. This is, I, I wish there was a way we could make this easy for parents. If we could, we'd probably be really, really rich right now. Um, but this is the ultimate battle that we're talking about here, getting the process-based goals, getting motivated, feeling the motivation to actually do them, having the discipline to do them, even when you don't feel the motivation, that's the, the real fight here. Yeah, and we haven't talked about this, but this is where I like to build in mini celebrations. Yeah. And I, I know sometimes we, we make fun of giving treats. And, and <laughs> Here's and, your uh, gold star. Yeah. But there's well, a lot to be said for that. But there is, it's, and it can be something really simple because I know that I I know that I create really simple rewards for things that I'm doing throughout the week, 
And What's your favorite little mini reward? Uh, oh, do I have to say it? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's one man rock concert. Okay. Yeah. I Mine's just, a can of Coke Zero. <laughs> it's one man. <laughs> yeah, it's one man rock concert. Just it's, rock out. It's, it's so fun. It is. So I think fun. I would, I, and I'm pretty sure our listeners would agree. We would love to see a video of one of these posted <laughs> in conjunction with one of these episodes. Well, Can I we see that. I draw the blinds in my office when I do it. Yes, but because... we want to look behind the curtain. We want to see the wizard behind the curtain. <laughs> What's your favorite one-man rock concert song to do? (laughs) Oh. If you're really proud of yourself and you just jam, what's the go-to? Well, my mom would not approve, but it's it's probably the live version of Shoot to Thrill by ACDC. Okay. It's just... I don't know if I'm really proud of that, but it's just, it is a high, it is high energy, get you, get you moving and yeah. Cool. Well, what do we want to challenge parents to create today? We want to challenge parents to take their big, hairy, audacious goal, whether that's a one-year thing, a five-year, 10-year thing, and then break it down into some process goals. process. So they, they can decide. I mean, if it's the longer term, the goal, then the process, like if you have a 10-year goal, well, your process goal is going to actually be, you're probably going to have a five, you know, some type of, you know, milestone you want to hit by five, three years, one year. But where the process, where we really get down to the nitty gritty is what are you going to be doing today? Today. What are you, and you, then you can take the today and on certain days you may break it down into, okay, these two hours or this hour, or whatever, but create a handful of, I don't, I don't, think you want to have no. a crazy fact, long list that'll be overwhelming. Three what to are, five simple processes. What are three to five parts of this process that are going to help you make steady pros- progress towards that big goal that you have? Love it. And I have a challenge for you, oh, actually, good. Mr. Crandall. <laughs> so, Nate, I want to challenge you to, I'm throwing you on the spot here. Hopefully not throwing you under the bus. Uh, not the bus. I feel, I feel confident, though, that you can come up with something. I want to challenge you to give me an example of, of some process goals. If, if your goal for this year would be to improve your, yeah, improve your relationship with your children. Now, I know this is something that you do. Maybe I should be more specific. I'm going to get more, more specific. Okay. I want you to dramatically upgrade the communication game that you have with your children. Mm. So I would probably do a couple of things process-wise. Obviously, there's got to be interaction time. So it's creating more opportunities to have more authentic face-to-face interactions. So it might be like inviting, I have three of my kids are out of the house. It might be inviting them over to the house uh, for dinner. It might be playing games with them more, just trying to create more face-to-face interaction because that's the process and then better connections and better relationships can grow out of that. But if I'm having more authentic interactions with my kids, that I think is going to accomplish that. Right. So, if so I'd you have just, to spend some more time thinking about specifics on that, what that would look like, but that's where I would go. Cause those are the, if my end goal is to have better relationships, then I need to create opportunities for interaction. 
Yeah. And that's and where I'm going to put my process. Well, I think focus. you nailed your invitation one is, is a terrific yeah. process goal. And if you refine that even more by, by putting a time stamp on once a month, yeah. I will. Every third Sunday we'll have game night, something like that. Right. And then just focus on, and then just trust the, the process. process. Yes. Thanks for that challenge. I appreciate that and hope everyone uh, enjoys creating their process as well. Thanks for being with us. Trust the process. On behalf of Steve Galley, I'm Nate Crandall, and we thank you, our loyal listeners, for tuning in to this episode. If you love what you're learning from the Stop Parenting and Start Coaching podcast, we would appreciate it very much if you would leave us a five-star review and some glowing comments. We also encourage you to share this episode with your friends and family who are parents of athletes and performers. And if you want to explore further and see what Steve and I are creating to help thousands of parents, athletes, and performers, please visit our company's website at createtransformbecome.com. That's createtransformbecome, all one word, dot com. There you'll find a growing number of resources to help you elevate your performance. Thank you again for your support, and we encourage you to create a magical relationship with your athlete and performer.